welcome back to the stars made me do it you got all three of us and if there's ever a time to intro an episode with let's talk about sex baby it's this this is definitely (laughs) it we're talking passion and spice today we're talking about the part of eros wait this actually makes sense because we're recording this during venus retrograde and i know mars is like more well, Mars is part of what we're going to talk about, too. All of this is sex. And I feel like this is a time where we're all rethinking what we value in that place in our life. <laughs> Are we right. all? Well, <laughs> it would be a good time, too. Yes, it would be a good time, too. So before uh, we get into it, make sure that you go follow us on Instagram at the Stars Made Me Podcast. Also, go follow us on TikTok. We've got a lot of video content out there. Um, also, the Stars Made Me Podcast, and like we never share it, so we go don't. follow us there. Yes. And then, of course, go join us on Patreon. We're patreon.com slash the stars made me do it. We've got a second podcast out there. We've got a little astrology community of people who are chatting all about natal placements, transits, all the good stuff, and even a little human design sprinkled in there. So, well, a lot of human design sprinkled in there, honestly. So, yeah, go check us out. Patreon.com slash the stars made me do it. Yeah. And this is so this is a continued part of our Arabian part series. And we have gone through part of fortune, part of spirit. And if you have listened to those yay if you haven't I feel like it's (laughs) I feel like it's nice to listen to them in order just because we really do get into what it even means like a part of something and the calculations of it all I guess like the most overview if you're like very stubborn and don't want to go back and listen is that the part of fortune (laughs) is dealing with blasting our listeners there (laughs) I'm I'm being real (laughs) (laughs) I've I've been that person I've been that person I get you so Part of fortune is associated with the moon. Part of spirit is associated with the sun. And then part of Eros is associated with Venus. So yeah, let's talk about sex, baby, as Mimi said. (laughs) (laughs) Which now that I think about it, we could have gone in order of like sun, moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, but we already have that organization with our seasons. So I guess we're going a little chaotic with the part series. I also feel like the parts, that's, the first one that we normally hear about is part of fortune, yeah. you know? And yeah. so it kind of makes sense that that would go first and sun and moon are vibing together, but part of Eros. Yeah. We are part of love. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Also called the part of love, which I love because that makes it feel easier to remember because I feel like with all these different asteroids and all these different parts, it's like, okay, which one does this signify? What does this signify? So the part of Eros is also known as the part or lot of love. Um, and it's also kind of seen as Cupid. So it's the sexual yeah. lust and desire that takes over the logical mind. Ooh. Yeah, this is yeah. kind of fun, I think, to look at. And I want to when um, we're going through arrows through the signs to speculate like what we think their turn ons would be, which is something that we have done on Patreon before. But now we're uh, giving it to the public. So here we go. <laughs> But yeah, the fetish interests or the turn-ons would be found here. And then I think there's also like another flip side of it. If we want to just deter or deter from looking at just sex, like creative passions, how we approach our passions and how we're like, how we show aggression through creative pursuits. Yeah, it's, you know, it's that same way of we think of Venus as romantic love and Mars as sex in the chart. And it's like, well, actually... Mars also has to deal with your drive and with the passions, whereas Venus is dealing with, 
you know, creativity and value and those things fall into a love category or can fall into a sex category. But so this is the same, the same things apply here where we are going to go into it from obviously that type of lusty and passionate, you know, lens, but then we still have to remember all of the other elements of Venus since that's, what's being calculated here. Yeah. And, and here with the part of Eros, it uses the ascendant and it uses Venus and it uses the lot of spirit, which I feel like that lot of spirit is almost like uh, substituting for that Mars energy because the part of spirit is calculated using the sun. So it's like our vital energy that we're bringing here, like the spirit that we're bringing with us. And then yeah. Venus is giving us that also because it feels good and because it feels good for us. Yeah. And before we get into the calculating part of this, which if you've listened to the other two episodes, it's going to make more sense about the calculating, but <laughs> typical in typical Sierra fashion through researching this, I got very confused because I thought that That's there was confusing. an asteroid named Eros, but there's an asteroid named Eris. And so I just want to put that out there that we are talking about E-R-O-S and there is an asteroid that is E-R-I-S. And that is an asteroid. That is not a part. That is an object in the sky. We are talking about a calculation based on other, uh, you know, points in your chart. So if you are, uh, you know, if you see Eris and you're like, oh my God, that's what it is. No, no, no. That's Eris, not Eros. So Mm -hmm. just going to clear that up. (laughs) If you're Googling it, write lots of Eros, not part of Eros. Because part of Eros, Google has no idea what you're talking about. Lot of Eros. There you go. More specifically. Yeah. Yeah, E R O S versus E R I S. Yes. So Eros is the, uh, you know, the other name for Cupid, like it between like Greek and uh, Roman mythology. And that, Mm. yeah. So they are one in the same, like in the same way that you have, you know, Jupiter and Zeus are the same. It is Eros and Cupid. So yeah, that's. Finding that that arrow, where you're aiming it, where it's hitting, all of the things with love and passion. Yeah. And yeah, so let's see. You Shall we go over again that calculating for the day chart versus night chart? Yeah. And just a reminder that this is a, a pinpoint in your chart that is like a portal to this energy. It's not going to be a body, a celestial body or a planet or an asteroid of any sort. It's just like the point in your chart where it funnels this energy. So it'd be really good to know it in your natal chart, but also it's good to pay attention to when like a current transiting planet is at the degree point of your part of Eros. Something is probably happening along these themes, along the like Eros themes. So the calculation we're using the, uh, what is it called? The technique where each degree in the Zodiac wheel is from zero to 360. So like Taurus starts at 30, Gemini starts at 60. If you need a refresher, go listen to the part of fortune episode where we really go into depth about the calculation. So for a day chart, if you're born during the day, you add the ascendant and your Venus, and then you subtract your part of spirit. And then for the night chart, it's the opposite. So you add your ascendant and your part of spirit, and then you subtract Venus. And that's how you find your part of Eros. Yeah. And shall we talk about the three of our different parts? <laughs> shall we? I'm like, <laughs> what, what are the boundaries here? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I feel like we've done it for all the other ones and we'll do it with a 
little bit of a what's it called i don't want to say barrier but a little bit of discretion yes there you go yeah (laughs) well i feel like the two of you both have a million placements right next to your part of eros because martha we got leo mimi we got taurus (laughs) yep just like everything else no i'm just kidding but literally (laughs) and then i've got aquarius we are all fixed we are all Mm -hmm. fixed part of eros which is interesting and it's funny because we do talk about how like the three of us are in committed partnerships like yeah that like we found each other and we found our partners um and that i don't know just that fixed part of eros feels like that i don't know they feel connected that is so true we express it through just being deadly committed yeah (laughs) yeah and i feel like there's an order to it too because i feel like taurus is going to be the most committed and then leo's going to be the next committed and then aquarius is going to be the next committed martha no it's insulted (laughs) i'm joking no but i i do that is so interesting though to think about because like we said it's sexual desire it is you know the creative passions that lust but that like desire is a Mm -hmm. huge part of part of eros and um you know when you think about being struck by cupid's bow it's a you know all-consuming type of energy and and you get in all the the cartoons the hard eyes you, you know appear and everything mm-hmm. and so it would make sense that the three of us are in long-term serious committed partnerships and that we have that fixed eros because it's you know we found it and we are holding on to it whereas maybe more mutable yeah. is going to be constantly flowing and maybe more cardinal is going to be constantly seeking something you know mm. yeah I love uh, for you, Martha, like this 19 degree Leo, that's your exact, the exact degree for Mercury. Yeah. So it's like, you never have your part of Eros without also having your Mercury. Which also makes sense because it's all in my third house. And so much of the way I express my love and the way I want to receive it as well is through words and affirmations. And I think I do express my Venus in that way of speaking. Yeah. 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 Words are super important. And it's like, it's, I don't know, language being a love language in itself, just the idea of sharing through, I don't want to say poetry, but it seems like the way in which you appreciate words expressed and how you do express them is in a very poetic type of way, which feels very Leo Eros to me, <laughs> you know, <Thank> you. <laughs> but and worth- would make sense with that Mercury for sure. But if we're diving into the other side of arrows of like the where we were talking discretion, uh, that makes me think like speaking, talking dirty. Hell yeah, talking dirty <laughs> and also <laughs> mirror play for a Leo. I feel like mirrors are definitely involved. She and pleads talking... the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> the talking part, no for me. It's a yeah. no for me. But <laughs> Yeah, I can feel us erring on the side of love for part of Eros, and that's just not... I mean, I know it's called the part of love, but it's it's truly more about the sexual side and the mm-hmm. desire side. So uh, maybe we should lean into that a little more. 
Yeah, that's yeah. I'm trying to go there, but I'm like, okay, how much should I say? <laughs> you know, I know. <laughs> but the the speaking and even the writing of the mm-hmm. things, I'm not super down for it, to be honest. And you would think I would be, and maybe I should be more open to it because my arrows is saying I should be. Well, like, what about a spicy book? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. But okay, I think yeah. everyone who reads a spicy book will say that they're totally down for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Also, I feel like, do we, you know, this isn't something that we can calculate in the same way that we can calculate an asteroid of like, oh, where is Lilith currently, you know, because it is Mm -hmm. interesting that I feel like the world has become much more open and accepting of spicy books in like the recent year Mm. even. And that's something that's just interesting. Or we're just on the right side of TikTok. I don't know. (laughs) Could be. Yeah, that's true. But like at so the same time, I'm like book talk and people are like, what is that? Yeah. But, but, okay. I am one of the people who read all of the Bridgerton books years before Bridgerton was even a show. And those were like the first like spicy books that I ever read. And they had like the old eighties covers of like Fabio, you know, and it was very much like <laughs> such a like, oh my God, do we go into this section of the bookstore mm. and now you've got like barnes and noble labeling spice levels of books on shelves and yeah, everything and the true. covers have right. changed and it's so much more except like i those books didn't so change right. i really do feel like it's much more of a mainstream thing now and maybe yeah. that whole i don't know for like with that connection to mercury or depending on what your part of eros is maybe that is something that much more like mine is Aquarius and I have always said I am so much more attracted to somebody's brain than anything else like that is the thing that really I am attracted to is if it's something's making me think or if like a conversation is really good I get to see a new perspective on something something is unexpected but in an intelligent way there is like I am very much a brain attracted person and I feel like that would really fit with an Aquarius part of for sure Eros. yeah yeah the in the intelligence also i just want to go back to what you're saying about the world kind of accepting spiciness more i think you're so right like we are yeah. separating sexuality from patriarchy and now women or mm-hmm. like non-cis het men are like accepting that their sexuality is valid too and we're going to express it in in ways other than what we've seen throughout our entire lives that the way like straight men have always express their sexuality aka porn like there's so many other ways to feel sexually desired or aroused and like i think so many more people in the collective are finding their ways of expressing it yeah and finding so it. so what a great time to look at your part of arrows <laughs> yes totally totally yeah 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 and then me Yes, mine is a 22 Taurus, which is literally my midheaven. So I'm just like really sexually attracted to my work. Uh... (laughs) Wait, that makes me think you should be doing things in your workshop. (laughs) Oh, sexy candle play. What's up? (laughs) Oh my God. That's that's such a great job. Genuinely a thing. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That Mom, don't fantastic. listen to this episode, would you? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you're enjoying it. We wanted to take a brief pause to let you know about Patreon and what we're doing over there. Every week we release extra episodes exclusively to our patrons. 
We discuss the current astrology and give a weather report of what's to come. We also let loose a little and share how we've noticed the planets are affecting us more personally and globally. If you go over to patreon.com slash the stars made me do it, you'll find that we have three affordable tiers to choose from. If you join our pop star tier for just $3, you get access to these public episodes before anybody else. Every week we release these episodes like the one you're listening to right now early. And if you join our rock star tier for $6, you get these episodes early as well as access to half of our bonus episodes we release every Thursday. So that means you get to hang out with the firestorm a little bit more every other week. Lastly, if you join our superstar tier for $9, you get the works. You get access to the early episodes as well as every week's exclusive astrological weather report. It's a great spot to share what's on your mind astrologically and have you how you've noticed the planets are showing up for you. And if you feel like you don't know enough about astrology to join, don't worry. Many of our patrons feel the same way. But joining us on Patreon, you get to learn so much more about astrology, see how it's affecting you in real time. So go check us out over at patreon.com slash the stars made me do it. I also realized that while it is not the same uh, sign, sorry. Yeah, while it's not the same sign, my one degree Aquarius part of Eros is conjunct my 29 degree Capricorn North node. And so that's mm. just something very interesting that I, it's like, I don't know in the same way that yours is conjunct your midheaven. The North node is also like a, something to like life purpose or whatever. So it's interesting to lean into thinking of because I have that intercepted Aquarius in my chart and it's like becoming more externally available. It's like when I do lean into something that I desire and creative passion, like if we do think of the, like the not sexual part of part of Eros and we do think of the creative passion part, I love that idea of that being right conjunct with my North node because when something does make me fired up and passionate and I lean into that, that is talking to my North node that's right next to it. So just, you know, it's not going to be the same exact energy, but look and see if it's conjunct something out of sign even because that's one degree away for me. Mm. Yeah. I also think you saying... Like not even the sexual part. The other part shows that it's conjunct your North Node because you don't even want to go there right now. So I think you need to le- lean into the sexual side too. I, uh, yeah, it's And definitely... just allow yourself the pleasure. And I also think it's so Aquarius too to be like, we are going to be friends with Eros. We're going to be friends with Cupid. And Cupid's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's funny having... um part of Eros conjunct my midheaven because I remember uh back when I was in acting school like we did this exercise where everyone would walk across the room in their normal walk and then we would sort of assess how they walk and it's like so analytical of people's personas and it was fascinating you would see like okay what body do you lead or what body what body part do you lead with how do you like what energy are you giving off when you walk and I remember when I walked I well okay listen I have an ample bosom so I there's like a lot of jiggling jiggling (laughs) going around and I remember people saying like you give off such sexual energy like you look so confident and sensual and sexual in your body and well a that's just like sexualizing a body because I had big boobs or whatever but I feel like that's also part of Eros conjunct my midheaven of like me putting off that sexual comfort mm. in my body in a way you but do like even if you do. you're just wearing like a big pj pajama shirt you still give off that energy it's not like because you have big <laughs> boobs it's just you yeah. really do give off that energy 
Yeah, like a comfortable in your own skin and showing showing your own skin, which is funny yeah. because I think there are other components in my life that are going against that. But that's a comment that I always got in acting school and still feel like I get now. Yeah, you give embodied. Mm, very Taurus. That goes back to what we were saying, Martha, where you're like, no, not for dirty talk. But with the when you are talking about something you are passionate about, that comes across. That's mm. maybe because that's what I was like explaining kind of not as well as I wanted to. But that's what I mean, where because it is conjunct your mercury, when you are passionate about something and talking about something, that's what gets people mm. like, you know, that's the Cupid bow <laughs> arrow hitting. Oh, where it's like, I get oh. it. I get it. Wait. Are you saying like when you speak about that, that's when people feel sexually attracted to you or me or whoever's expressing their arrows? I think your passion comes across without effort when you are talking about it, when you are feeling passionate about something. And I think that not everybody like conveys the same passion of something through expression with talking. And I think that yours. Being yeah, right like there, the other side of. The other side of part of Eros is like it's expressing sexual energy without sex being on the table. Like sexual energy yeah. can exist without the like actual intimacy, like the intimate act of sex. Sexual energy is yeah. like excitement and passion and drive about. So for you in this case, it's like when you talk about something you're really passionate about, you offer up that sexual that energy. energy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like Marsy kind of vibe, the energy. Mm. Like when Mimi's just existing in the world, that energy is coming up. This is okay, really hyping it. me up right now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Catch me at my next market in pajamas. Then, <laughs> Vera, when you're... Yeah. <laughs> and then Sierra, when you're like seeing a boss i was gonna say when i'm being a boss because it's next to my uh because it's next yeah to my North literally Node. though yeah literally though in your communities when you're leading and yes like, directing and yeah yeah it, up you, that energy you do put off that energy when literally when you're like linking people together you're like the sexual matchmaker but also oh, just for friends that's, like that's also true though oh my god like i i Emma has always been my favorite Jane Austen and she's the matchmaker, but I definitely <laughs> love the idea of matchmaker, but I love the idea of friendship matchmaker. That is you so freaking. Yeah. You literally are that. <laughs> that are. is so Aquarius part of Eros where I'm like, wait a minute, you guys would be friends <laughs> and then make it happen. <laughs> yeah. It's so real. It's so true. You, but you literally do that that is yeah. literally a thing i definitely do that so maybe since it's next to my north node i need to be a professional friendship matchmaker and if it turns into more than that then even better that should be a thing why is that yeah. not a thing it i will be, be your thing. test subject for sure <laughs> yeah. we've you already guys... been the test subject. i know we have been we've been your practice clients <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love that idea. I love that idea with just, you know, Aquarius part of arrows. That is so, yeah, that is so, so on point. Yeah. yeah so then also helpful. with your part of arrows, similar to what we've been doing, like you look at the sign that it's in, but look at like planets that are playing with it. Like with Martha, it's Mercury with Sierra. It's that North node with me. It's my midheaven and my Pluto and, and everything. Like my, yeah, my everything. <laughs> 
so like paying attention to okay what planets are kind of supporting it or or pushing a little of their own agenda onto your part of eros mm. you know it's so yeah pushing their agenda oh <laughs> my <laughs> my boss energy <laughs> just got like lit up yeah, by- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but i uh. also really love that for like the you know, I talked about this in part of fortune with my, uh, cause I've got Aquarius part of fortune and it is intercepted. And I definitely feel like even recognizing that that energy exists is so much and with my Leo and Aquarius axis is so much more I, noticeable to me now. I'm like, oh, that is something that I do have. And that exists with that Leo Aquarius axis and Eros being, or part of Eros being a player there now. So I also wonder, you know, it's just a great reminder. Look at where it is. Where is it going on? And and mine's in my second house. You know, the house that it's going on is going to play with that as well. So things where it comes to value and personal stability, finances, whatever for me with that second house energy, it just depends on, which is like kind of boring for a part of Eros. I know. I'm like, ooh, tell me you're committed to me for the rest of my life. But really. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's, I don't know, like... Yeah, I think money could be a part in that for like part of Eros in the second house could be playing with like, I don't know, dominatrix stuff or not you specifically, but dominatrix stuff or like power play in a way. Interesting. Yeah. With yeah, because it is it's dealing all about personal finances, but person but power for sure, too, Mm -hmm. because that that second eighth house energy. But yeah, as we're going through the signs, remember that you know, well, we can say it Aries first house to our second house and look at where this part is happening in your chart. Mm. So we are going to go through arrows through the signs, but I also thought it would be really fun that instead of just like reading it off that we speculate what we think their turn-ons would be. I think we totally should. Aries, I think are like the one night stand people. Oh, but for sure. And like (laughs) maybe a little fire play. I don't know, a little heat. Oh, yeah. Wait, are we going to go there? Like into like rough kinkies? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's what cool, turn ons okay, are. Cool. <laughs> Martha, okay, 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 cool. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I mean, Taurus, Taurus just massage, makes me think. And candle yeah. play. Food play. <laughs> Food play. But yeah. also like Endless wine and dine, something mm. like at a really fancy restaurant and having something inappropriate going on under the table. Yeah, like a like a deep game of footsie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's like we're trying to be. I don't even know if we're trying to be professional, but it's very hard to not just laugh at ourselves. I'm sorry, Gemini. (laughs) Gemini is definitely talking dirty. Yeah, and also, oh my gosh, threesomes. Yeah, all of the all of the people like. That feels like swinger energy, too. Yes, it does feel like swinger energy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Martha the Gemini rising, like, huh. Interesting. (laughs) And then Cancer. Oof. I feel like Cancer's turn-ons or fetishes, like a part of Eros and Cancer is like, tell me how much you love me. Like, I don't know. I feel like this is one of the more romantic places. It does feel romantic. Yeah. Like a, a real you know, this would be the biggest turn on is like, I bought a lot of land for us to build our dream house on, you know, mm, like that kind yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. 
I could also see this placement being like, I want to be a sub or I want to be a dom, like having a bit of like, I'm taken care of, or I'm going to be the one who takes care of us. Mm, yes. Yeah. Big time. Yes. Actually, you hit the nail on the head. Yes. And Martha, you then said the right expression. Done with that phrase, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a rare occasion guys Uh, (laughs) Leo I feel like a mirror's got to be around yeah I think you're right too and also just like gifts buy Mm. me something I'll be ready for you yes and tell me like tell me how good I look yeah and then I'll be turned on by myself thank you very much I feel like that would be like dress up too like oh I mean role like, play. I play yeah I see that yeah 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 it's adult dress up yeah let me act <laughs> let me put I on love a show that. adult dress up. <laughs> uh, yeah Virgo 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 let me worship you. this is worship very... me but Ooh, in like showering a... together oh yeah let's clean our bodies yeah I was thinking like sex for sure like a workout situation too oh too dirty <laughs> but i but i i see it somehow mm. you know those yoga scenes oh yeah okay, okay. yeah doing yoga okay. I, when you say workout i immediately am like heavy lifting and cardio and stuff no, but yeah, i was like, picturing a... like like yoga i was gonna say praying but i didn't want to be disrespectful mm. okay no i Yoga's see like the way yeah, the yoga type, the yoga side of exercise, mm-hmm. sensual yeah. yoga. Yeah, and then really? I, I'm sticking, I'm sticking true to shower sex. I think that's spot. Yeah, that feels. Yeah, right. I think that is too. You're really nailing these. Okay. Or is this like going to be like the? You <laughs> There's know... one thing I'm good at, apparently. <laughs> you, you just bring it. It's part it's of our conjunct... heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I was over here being like, I'm going to hold a lot back, and <laughs> here we are. Well, you're don't speaking hold for other people here. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the the even though it's disrespectful, the thing that came to mind is the classic like French maid, like dress up situation with Virgo in a. I'm here to mm. clean your home. Oh, with Virgo. Virgo. Yeah. Yes, totally. Oh, there's like a whole other role play for through the signs. Like, what what play are they going to put on for every sign? Yeah. And yes, French. French man. Did you yeah. say French or did I just put that? In? I did. I did. You said French. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Sorry, Frenchies who are listening. <laughs> uh, Libra. Mm. Okay. Libra. We're doing role playing. They're like the, going to some sort of ball. Mm. Oh, oh, Cinderella vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. I kind of feel like Libras maybe like also similar to Leo, like worship me vibes. Yeah, like pet my hair. I don't yeah, know why I me. think that for like Libra. Like, I mean, that's very Leo, but I yeah. love getting pet, and it's not like oh my god. Not well, you do have like so much Taurus going on, and that's like I think it's my Aries because Aries rules the head. Yeah. Oh, you want your head to be pet? I love just like or like getting my head scratched. It's the best thing ever. You also have a Libra, uh, Leo rising, so yeah, there's a lot going. It's on all there. of it. It's all yeah. of it together. Sorry, <laughs> that supports. Turn that, that into something about me. <laughs> <laughs> Libras are making me stumped a little. Like, I know, yeah. right? Good dinner. Libra wants things to be beautiful and wants things to be harmonious. So how do we turn that into like... Oh, 
like rose petals and like candles oh. and stuff you know nice setting very like, romantic very romantic yeah like yeah. being made to feel really special but now i'm just leaning back into love instead of sex don't worry Libra. well that, that is like the way into that you know yeah i could see libra's just actually like with role play in general because then it's just a game so it's not like they don't have to be in a way like the harmonious like putting on i don't know like letting themselves be a little bit out of character could be mm-hmm. you know not having to be perfect yeah it's okay. another one oh, go on i don't know why but this makes sense to me i feel like they would have like foot fetishes like looking for beautiful feet <laughs> no basis what okay i don't know that's pisces (laughs) definitely pisces but i feel like they want a beautiful one not anyone oh jewelry play like wearing nothing but jewelry titanic there you go titanic scene (laughs) okay so no foot fetish sorry girl no feet are pisces for sure yeah But I love the enthusiasm you brought to that. <laughs> it made sense in my head. I get it. I mean, uh, I when I envision like a Libra foot, it has like an anklet or a, a nice toe. one. They would well, have a nice one. Yes, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe the Pisces would find the Libra's nice foot. There you go. Pisces and Libra is meant to be. <laughs> okay, Scorpio. That's oh like God. some BDSM. That's really yeah. kinky stuff. Yeah, like bondage, S and M. Like power play for sure. Power, power play. A hundred. hundred. Sagittarius, if we're talking easy. role play, Sag is like, uh, okay, pretend you're a stranger at a bar. Yeah, speak with Irish yes. accent, please. <laughs> oh my gosh. Very yeah, specific. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Going with like accents, different languages, people from different places yeah like definitely uh i don't know something about like we're strangers and you find me really interesting mm-hmm. yeah and very much like more brilliant. one night stand energy yeah. like aries yeah mm-hmm. it didn't quit it yeah capricorn <laughs> it didn't quit it <laughs> and so she did oh my god <laughs> Uh, Capricorn, Capricorn is, is like let's, you're I'm your boss and you're my student. Yeah, yeah. Yes. This is like daddy energy. This is daddy like uh, coming into the office and locking the door and things happening on the desk. Energy. You got me. One hundred percent. I need to I'm step away. <laughs> <laughs> I need a moment. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, part of arrows conjunct the midheaven. Just really got like, fired up there. <laughs> then Aquarius. That's um, play. These are furries. <gasps> no, Why does that Sorry, Sorry, Sierra. Okay. All right. I will say if I didn't have Aquarius arrows, I would have made that comment as well. But it's not true. We got to give them something better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't knock other people's king. People like fur play. Do they? Um, I don't want to know. They do. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm gonna come oh, back okay, in like okay, a part two no. and be like, so I tried furry <laughs> energy. 
<laughs> They're no. like, you know, the little plugs with tails. Plug, oh, yes. That, that's... Definitely. Toys, I think, would be unaccurate. Although I wouldn't say that toys are, like, unconventional. So I don't want people thinking, like, oh, you're saying, like, toys aren't normal. Like, toys are totally normal. Yeah. But for some reason, toys for Aquarius feels right. Because it's like, let's add an extra element to this. Let's play with something different. Let's be quirky. Let's be unconventional. But I don't think yeah, toys are unconventional. unexpected. No. But anything no. unexpected. So even maybe just something totally normal could be it. Yeah. I guess you can't Which- quite determine an unexpected because it depends on the person but unexpected something yeah don't go surprising i mean unless you guys have talked about the surprise beforehand don't go you, get consent don't surprise but i will like i will put i will put brain in there somewhere like uh yes. something that is like you know a turning on your brain before that would be yeah. like kinky like messages or you know suggestive like I don't know. I, maybe even it's dirty talk, but I definitely would feel like Aquarius would like the intelligent factor would be the um, like, oh, my gosh, yes. you thought of something that was really smart. That was really uh, I never would have thought of that, like surprising, but in like a in an intelligent way. I kind of like, like oh, part of Eros Aquarius being like, I'm the hero in the situation. And then op- maybe like the Eros and Libra is being like saved. So it's almost like the mm. Aquarius person is playing someone who saves and then the Libra is being saved. Like Spidey man. I can yes. see that. Sexy Spidey man. And then Pisces. We are there you now. go, Martha. Here's your Feet. moment. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Nice but also like I could see some sort of like body paint like mm. hey that's so fun it's fun right that's very pisces yeah. and very I could see it. yeah i could see that sex on the beach oh yeah we can throw that out there for water signs but i do feel like pisces would pisces would be down for that pisces and cancer i think scorpio yeah. wouldn't want that to be so out in the open unless it's a private right. beach <laughs> yeah yeah well shall we go through and now that we've speculated get a little bit of yeah. <laughs> a little oh, yeah. bit more of a professional <laughs> and articulate <laughs> overview for each of the signs for part of Eros. Let us know if we nailed your fetishes. Yeah. Yeah. Just just Could share that with us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean Please, like Jonathan totally Discord. do. Yeah. Totally do. But yeah, maybe yeah. that's a, a an incentive to join Patreon so that we can discuss it in the private our own Discord. <laughs> Mm, there you go <sighs> all right There's... all right arrows through the signs aries who wants to so, start i'll do it and these are from cafe astrology yes okay uh aries these lovers may seem a little erratic to others simply because their passions rise and fall so quickly they are not as giving and emotional in their sexual expression but they are passionate while it lasts Eros and Aries people are attached to the sensations of the moment and may see their partner as an object or as an extension of themselves. They often prefer to do the pursuing in relationships and may be addicted to the conquest. I can totally see that warrior energy. Yeah. Yeah. They're like takers. Yeah. Like they, they prioritize themselves. And the, the chase. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's when you said the one night stand, that makes me think of the addicted to the conquest. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Taurus. 
these lovers can be somewhat primitive in their desires and not as attracted to too much sexual intricacy. Simple, earthy, and comfortable pleasures are most appealing. These lovers tend to be most unhappy without a steady partner. Their sexual natures are rooted in the senses. Eros and Taurus people get off on sustained long-term pursuits, things that last and strengthen over time, building something and seeing the results of their efforts, physical arts and tangibles. Just love a good investment account, I guess. <laughs> I'm just thinking about boring, I feel, with Aquarius in the second house of part of Eros. <laughs> That's not yeah, something no. rude to. I'm not saying that Taurus energy, sorry, Mimi, is boring, but just for Fine. me, I'm like, okay, it's stable and stable. Listen, as our <laughs> as the Taurus placements of this group, Taurus can 1,000% be boring. They need something to like give them a little energy because they can be stagnant. But I will say the other side of this is like very sensual and sense based, like using yes. all the senses and being really present and all of the feelings, blah blah blah. Oh, just going to throw in what we didn't talk we? about. Maybe like blindfold would be Taurus taking, removing <gasps> a sense. Totally. Stop. I'm going to plug someone real quick. Censored by Mel. If you guys want to check her out on Instagram, she does blindfolded sensual dinners with strangers. Wait, that that which sounds like, to me. yeah, I'm like, Martha I've told you that, about it before, Martha, yeah. and that was <laughs> yeah. your exact reaction. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all like with consent and communication and it's not total strangers. They're like, you talk to her or whatever. So anyway, uh, very cool. And she's a Taurus. So and would that. you want to do so that? If not, not in my current phase of life. No, but I could see at some point in my life having wanted to do that. Yeah. So what does that mean? She just like puts it in your mouth essentially i'm sorry I have a child. no you guys are feeding each other <laughs> oh okay you and whoever you bring yes okay cool yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. so it's like a trust exercise yeah all right part of eros in gemini these lovers are sexually curious and interested they like to be knowledgeable in sexual matters and often are turned on by the written and spoken word they may write letters to their lover or enjoy writing and reading erotica because it's difficult for these lovers to turn their minds off during sex there is a voyeur within the person during sexual expression and it may be difficult for these lovers to simply let go which is interesting for gemini i feel like we never give letting go energy to Gemini but it makes sense because their minds are always going there is an element of having to like release all of the mental stimulation that is really Martha's like yep that is really interesting to think about too if we looked at whole sign and my part of Eros would be in the third house because mm. the letters and any sort of like the writing mm -hmm. reading of steamy stuff like that fits much more to me than the Taurus stuff something to think of than for play yeah like for for, like, i'm sorry i can't like for me i'm not judging other people but i'm also slightly feel like i am and i need to work on that but <laughs> just oh that was nice <laughs> it's not for me it's okay yeah well and so then this is like the case where look at okay so if you feel like you were connected to that but you don't have part of eros and gemini is it in the third house is it in an aspect to mercury or like you know there are other things that are going to make that a factor Yes, exactly. Good point. Good point. Oh, yeah, because my part of Eris is also sextile my son. It's just interesting to think about like that. I'm just another relationship that, you know, you think of yeah. what what other placements it's chatting with. All right. Mm -hmm. 
Cancer. Eros and cancer lovers seek to achieve psychic and emotional renewal through sex. They can be very intuitive Ooh. bed partners. Sexual possessiveness is also an, is often an issue. Sometimes these lovers want their partner to be relatively chaste, but they don't have the same standards for themselves. These lovers often fall in love with their sexual partners. Yeah, that would be like a, yeah, this is wow, no strings wow. attached. I can't, I can't make this. Yeah. Like, casual yeah. Where, the cancer where trying to be a sag and it just doesn't work. <laughs> yep. Yep. Literally. Yep. <laughs> but I, I like the like intuitive comment like, yeah for sure a partner and knowing what to do yeah yeah then, like very much taken care of yeah mm. yeah definitely it is interesting the part about like the uh lover like wanting their lovers or partner to be relatively chaste I feel like that that is just something that we see in movies or whatever where you know it's or just maybe through the tales of time I don't know I can totally feel like I've seen a character that would have that energy of you know I'm like seeking the you know the daughter of the king the virgin something when it was all like you know in that when that was something to be like pure and sought out and then it's like the double standards of it being like wait what because you what so i think that that's just an interesting character that i'm thinking of that oh like that feels like a character from that movie or from that book or for that period of time where that was the thing to seek out was just uh that comment makes me think more virgo it's kind of bizarre that it's in this cancer category yeah yeah i don't think i understand what chase means like innocent like celibate pure yeah Oh, yeah, that does seem more Virgo. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Let us know, you guys. Yeah. Leo. Fantasies of Eros and Leo often revolve around their partner's desire for them. These mm-hmm. lovers generally get off on what they believe their sex partners must be feeling about them. They can put a lot of time into autoerotic behavior and are often given too much flirtation and many infatuations. I like that sentence. <laughs> yeah, that's like flirt. Yep, love that. Never, <laughs> nevertheless, they can be more loyal than most. Eros and Leah lives for love and attraction. They are threatened when passion settles down in their relationships. They feel the need to keep passion alive, and when it settles in a relationship, they can be addicted to flirting with other people in order to feel alive and potent. Oof. Eros and Leo lovers have a big ego investment in their relationships. Whoa, that was, yeah. that was a big chunk of that was a that big was chunk of feelings. Yeah. A big chunk <laughs> but of feelings. Also so... <laughs> That's really interesting. And like the first couple of sentences there really talked about like the they are attracted to their partner's attraction to them. Mm. Yeah, accurate. Which I feel like, yeah. And then yeah, that if if the passion dies, then they're like seeking that seeking energy and wanting attention. Wanting fun, wanting flirtation. Yeah, wanting attention. It's like the reinventing yourself of, I feel like, you know, actors and performers in a way where, you know, they, they're often reinventing themselves to stay fresh and new. That feels like Mm. that kind of Leo energy of relationship. Like we need to reinvent something, either me or you or both of us so that this stays fresh and new and exciting. And what we're like, we're not playing the same role in this movie. Every time we are reinventing ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's funny because they're like, one of the most loyal 
but we'll be flirting with other people. <laughs> <laughs> Literally in the next sentence. Yeah. Very true. But to them, they're still loyal because they're, com- because it's just flirtation. Yeah. They're not doing not- anything. Yeah. 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 Part of Eros in Virgo, a meeting of minds is important. These are somewhat moody lovers who may have distinct phases between promiscuity and celibacy. These are generally sensitive and tender lovers who do a lot to please their partners. Mm, Yeah, acts of service. Some awkwardness and shyness in terms of letting themselves go is often characteristic of this position. Virgo's symbol is the virgin. This should not be taken literally, although when Virgo is connected to the sexual nature, there's a sense of purity and independence. These lovers can be promiscuous at times and quite kinky, but emerge from their experiences with a sense of purity nevertheless. Virgo is very connected with and aware of the body and its functioning, and Eros in Virgo often seeks renewal through sex with an attitude that sex is physically healthy and good for you. Which I love that. that I love that perspective. Sense. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Like this is this like, is something that's gonna make us better. Sex is this a way I take care of my body. Yeah. That is a great perspective. Especially for the sign that it like is always like, oh, the virgin, the pure, like as if those two things are synonymous with each other. I really like this perspective of Virgo and yeah, sexuality. Yeah. Agreed. Because it's true. Yeah. It yeah. is good for you. And then we've got Libra, which evaded us a bit before. Let's see. Libra, Mm. this is a rather flirtatious and charming position of Eros. Libra's tendency towards a tit-for-tat attitude shows up as a desire for equality on a sexual level. But in practice, Eros and Libra lovers often forget their own sexual needs because they are focusing so intently on those of their partner. Makes sense, makes sense. Highly romantic Mm -hmm. and charming, Eros and Libra people enjoy the social game surrounding making connections with lovers, and they can be quite seductive. That also makes me think of that bar energy, too. Mm-hmm. Of like totally the, yeah. the flirtation setting. yeah 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 but that, yeah that's and we, it. I, it's funny we didn't even talk about that when we were going through the kinks of like libra just wanting to do what their partner wants actually mm, which i guess yeah. would be like submissive we said that right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah we did scorpio these lovers can be addicted to the thrill of getting to know a person inside and out and to the power of love and sex. This position suggests very little fear in the area of sexual intimacy, and these lovers will pretty much do anything and everything with a willing partner. They are passionate, and more intense and more intense the relationship is, the better. Animal magnes- ne- magnetism is high, probably because these people think about sex and intimacy a whole lot, and others may sense their int- intensity. They can easily get under your skin, tapping into your desires. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like that Eros and Scorpio would be like the person that would know exactly what you wanted without you having to say anything, which I feel like is why Scorpio also gets labeled like, I mean, just not even labeled like it is a very sexual sign. It's very, you know, sexuality is very connected with Scorpio, but for an Eros and Scorpio with that being such a sexual energy, I could and intuitive Scorpio being so intuitive that would be something of like, I know exactly what you want, what you need. Yeah. I feel like part of Scorpio, part of Eros in Scorpio is like every spicy book. Yeah. yeah. They like really lean into that intensity. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's always this big like magnetism crescendo. there. Yeah. Crescendo? Yes, that's the word. Totally. I think I literally yeah. didn't know what this word was on a different episode, too. I think yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh man part of eros in sagittarius sexuality is sometimes viewed as if it were a sport by eros and sag they may surprise you with a very open and almost innocent attitude towards sex and intimacy sex is a bit of a game and how this attitude is received depends much on the audience there can be some addiction to the chase and avoidance of intimacy when it feels restricting in any way i do see sag as like avoiding intimacy it's kind of the opposite of scorpio where it's like i don't need intensity just want to have fun and if it, if we could just be friends with benefits that would be great yeah that'd be great that, just friends not with, with benefits energy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like so many romances between the cancer and sagittarius vibes of like i'm gonna fall like don't fall in love with me i'm only here for a minute that's fine i fell yeah. in love with them <laughs> yes every time all right capricorn (laughs) this this is amusing me the libido is strong but controlled everything capricorn (laughs) Capricorn my god the most capricorn (laughs) sentence okay the libido is strong but controlled saturn ruled capricorn is a sign that likes to be in control not necessarily in control of others but in control of themselves many eros and capricorn people channel much of their desires of their desire nature into accomplishing something significant so it's like, <laughs> I feel like this, this could show up as, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I need to do in order to get that promotion. I don't know. That was, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, it's like, they're uh, concerned with getting to the finish line when having sex rather than like enjoying the process. Cause that's yeah. the achievement. Yes. Achievement for sure. Like, how are we going to get there? This also gives me, have you ever heard people be like, yeah, I, I'm not using any of my sexual energy because I want to have more energy in the rest of my life like people mm. who won't self-pleasure or won't like have partners or anything it's like in sports where you don't yeah you don't have that release so that that energy is stored up yeah that gives mm. me that energy I know yeah oh it's like we're gonna use it like tactfully and purposeful yeah you know, like channel going it. To... yeah yeah I feel like edging could be kind of Capricornian in a way for sure 100 percent. okay all right yeah yeah 100 okay aquarius these lovers are intrigued by the unusual finding very variety exciting the detachment of aquarius can mean finding sensuality in non-contact scenarios in addition to contact ones sexual creativity is one of the strengths of this position their open minds can stimulate create creativity in their partners they're interesting intriguing and especially strong communicators that gives me long distance relationships. Oh, well, yeah. here we go. Yep. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. what, though, that is so long distance relationship like sucks on so many levels. The best fucking part of it was like writing messages back and forth and getting that message and then getting to yeah. reread that message and getting to, you know, like that type of uh, like the detachment, just normal. but like. I mean, all messages, but especially, I mean, like, this is me we're talking about. So sexual messages were, like, very chaste, you know, (laughs) but, like, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, any sort of thing that could be seen as sexual, but anything, like, within the romance category, for sure, where Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, my God, this person said this thing, and I can't act on it because we are too far. So there is, like, a long-term, like, in that fixed sign way, like, buildup of something because it can't be directly acted on. So I do see that for that Aquarius. That makes sense. Long distance. Yeah. The detachment and the no contact made me think of, like, no contact orgasms and, like, people do that in 
sessions or like that's a professional thing that people offer to others and being able to achieve that just through the mind that's Mm. very Aquarian yeah this also makes me think of I forget this was years ago but I watched something and it was about someone who was paralyzed from the waist down and they had to find other places on their body that gave them orgasms and like the person who was on the show or the movie I don't even know I wish I could reference what I'm talking about he could through someone touching his thumb wow yeah like finding new like I'd be so nervous don't touch my thumb ever like if that were the case for me I'd be like oh my god my thumb is a button don't touch it (laughs) (laughs) yeah but your actual button isn't really like a button yeah (laughs) Yeah. that is interesting though like the whole like the mind being the most powerful part so it's like if you know I've I've decided that that thumb is where it's at (laughs) the mind could make that happen yeah Yeah. for sure it is all in the head and well it's more, but a lot of stuff is in our head. Yeah. Yeah. Similar to the Gemini where it's like they need to let go because their mind is just so mm-hmm. active. It's kind yeah. of similar with Aquarius. Yeah. Pisces. The Pisces compassion and ability to understand and accept virtually every color of the rainbow shows through in a sexual slash romantic way. They tend to be most comfortable and at ease when their partner is expressing him or herself confidently or themselves confidently. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I wouldn't have. And that does that. vibe with Libra. Like we like Martha's trying to make yeah. feet happen for both of them and they're both wanting to <laughs> also do the best for their partners. Stop trying to make feet happen. It's <laughs> yeah. never gonna happen. <laughs> <sighs> Fascinating. Well, let us know where your part of Eros is if you need help calculating it, of course. You can message us on instagram but also if you message us on discord we're more likely to respond because we're on there more often and to do that join us on patreon.com slash the stars maybe do it well this has been an interesting one and i feel like everybody's going to be looking up their part of eros after this (laughs) secretly in the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) and if you're comfortable to let us know definitely do so let us know Mm -hmm. if uh you know, there are there any Aquarius part of Eros out there and you are into furry stuff, I apologize. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and for, yeah. I don't even <laughs> I don't even know how to come off of that one. But Martha, <laughs> why did we talk about part of Eros today? Because the stars made us do it. Yeah.